0: What's up everybody, Bo here with another Star Wars Bad Batch TV talk. So it's interesting, with me being out this last past week, of all of the shows that I thought, you know what, I probably just won't make a TV talk for, I might even not even, I don't know, if I watch it, it's going to be maybe right before the next episode or something like that. Of all of these, it was going to be Bad Batch. Because we've been mostly getting a lot of filler episodes that, you know, are fine, like, literally, they're just fine. The character moments haven't really had a whole lot of payoff for me personally. and overall, they don't really expand the universe. The Oliver and Company thing that we got a couple weeks ago or last week or whenever it was. I mean it was it was fun, you know, it was a nice little capitalism bad episode, but at the same time, I, I needed I, I kind of need something more. In this Right. Like I need a little bit more. I need you to expand the Star Wars universe. I need you to explore and pick up storylines that have been left behind. I need you to kind of tee up some things that are coming in the series and give me a reason to get like to care about these characters journey where they're going and what this means for the larger universe. And man, oh, man, did we go through a metamorphosis this episode because that is exactly what we got. So one of the biggest questions that I think that all of us have had that watched the Clone Wars is what happened to the Zillow Beast. Now, the Zillow Beast was a really interesting plot line where it was basically this Godzilla-esque story in Star Wars. They find this long ancient creature and because of the hubris of these you know warring factions, it ends up awakening this thing underground that comes up and even though it is this ancient creature, it does you know massive havoc to the modern world and all that kind of good stuff. And what do they do after they finally defeat it? Well, they capture it and they bring it to Coruscant so it could do it all there. It literally rampages through Coruscant. I remember it was So bizarre seeing this giant alien rampaging through Coruscant and it was just a really fun episode. It was so much fun. It had very interesting properties too because aside from the fact that it was like massive, its skin was so hard that a lightsaber couldn't pierce it. Something organic that a lightsaber couldn't actually cut through. Has obviously had a lot of interest to one then-Chancellor Palpatine, now the Senate, aka the Emperor. He wants to make sure that he's getting all of the data off of this creature that he can use for his own protection and perhaps something more. Maybe a different kind of Jedi hunter, a a different kind of Jedi killer. So the Zillow Beast while dead has now been cloned and whether or not he's been cloned and this is what he was like in kind of his primordial stage or if this is like this altered version of the clone which i think is probably more accurate they've created these smaller ones i remember in the opening sequence to this episode where you know rather than this massive kind of look over a, uh, a you know, kind of a biome over a planet, we get just space. And then boom, here's this like torn apart ship that is just floating out of hyperspace. It's very eerie, going through the corridors, seeing the scratches. I got a lot of vibes from uh, Jurassic World at the end of that movie, or near the end of that movie, when they bring the T-Rex to New York City, and you know, there's just body parts and scratches everywhere because the baby and the big one got loose. We see a lot of different interesting properties that this one has either been, you know, created with or has always had in terms of how it can get small, how it can get big. I'm sure some of that's just practical because you do want that, you know, transportation element of this creature, at least for storytelling, if not for practical purposes, and you Universe. But they have to get this to this off-world facility, where we see that Lamasu and Lamasse—I don't like—I can't remember the long-neck people, the cloners. Damn good ones too. They're all locked up. They've been controlled. Their society and civilization have been wiped out by the Empire. They've been totally used. Now they are—I guess—not really being forced as of yet. They're actually trying to get them to help them as they work towards experimenting more and more with something. That's right. We don't really know what this cloning facility, how things are changed. We know that the you know the Stormtrooper program has been initiated. We are no longer dealing with clone soldiers. So we're dealing with some different kind of creepy science experiments. Y'all, I think Dave Filoni is doing here and in Mandalorian the same thing he did in Clone Wars. He's taking an era of Star Wars, which was then the prequels, that was not exactly widely beloved, and he's mining that. And converting that and changing that so that it will become, at least elements, if nothing else, will become celebrated broadly in the community. One of the biggest jokes, (laughs) one of the biggest jokes in Star Wars right now, and honestly in movies, is somehow Palpatine returned, right? Like that's the worst line that has ever been uttered in any franchise ever, What's Filoni doing here? Filoni's taking that stupid line and that terrible, terribly not thought out story, like story element. And he's going to flesh that out. I guarantee you over the next five years in stories like Bad Batch, in stories like uh, Mandalorian, in stories like Ahsoka, like we're going to get the somehow Palpatine returned explained in a really epic way. I, I trust Faloni and Falony we trust, and should always trust. I think that's what's going on. We're seeing the massive science experiments, these crazy, wild science experiments that are going on off world, and I think it's all leading to things like the creation of Snoke, like the the resurrection of Palpatine, maybe even an evil or attempt at evil cloned Jedi army, something that we've also seen explored. I mean, at one point that was, uh, you know, I, I know that was it's a concept that Star Wars has played around with in, in media that I don't think is any any longer canon. And yet, it could be very interesting to see here. So I'm here for it. I'm really excited where this thing is going. I think Metamorphosis is probably one of the best episodes of the Bad Batch that we've had this season. It's been a mixed bag overall. I mean, we've still got one, two, three, four, five. We've got five more episodes to go for sure. But I would say we've had some of the highest highs and some of the boringest lows in this season thus far. And I hope that everything else that we get from here is yeah, pretty high. But that's just my thoughts. Let me know what you think. Head over to uh the Twitters, use the hashtag Star Wars TV Talk or Bad Batch TV Talk, and uh yeah, let us know what you think about this series. That's gonna do it for me, but don't worry. I'll be back in a flash. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day.